0: On the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys. All for the little ones' Christmas joys. Ho, ho, ho. Who
1: wouldn't go?
2: Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Boxing Day, all of the above. If you are listening to this, you are listening to not only the final installment of this holiday season of the x Rated Experience podcast, but you are listening to the gift that I am giving all of my listeners. And what that gift is, if you were here, okay, let's do this. First, I am your Holly. Jolly savage God.
3: I am the one the no way your son don't need the gun to get respect
1: up on the street. Under the sun, the best the sun will up to clock to feed himself and family.
2: And if you are listening to this, then you have time on your hands. Cause I know you saw the runtime of this episode. Little much, isn't it? You know why? Because this is the mega, mega best, most explicit confessions and tales you will ever hear this holiday season. Joining me on this beautiful, awesome Christmas experience is my good homie, Sean. I, I say Sean. I'm sorry, Sam. I was thinking about something else. (laughs) Hey, man, don't do that. You know, I've been working hard trying to do what I do, how I do when I do like I do it for TV because, yeah, man, this holiday season has been one busy holiday season for your savage God. So I figure I'm going to give myself a break. And I'm going to feed you guys this plethora (laughs) of confessions. Uh, So if you're hearing this uh, recently, I am already on break. Uh, I'm just pumping this out. And I just let this out. Because, like I said, I owe you guys another installment. And guess what? I owe, I am Mr. Christmas. Okay? All right. Every relationship I've ever been in. Every, uh, I'm going to say every relationship. Because some people... Think we were in a relationship, we wasn't in a relationship, but every relationship I have ever been in, I've always made sure to shut it down on the beautiful day that they call Christmas. Okay, I hope you guys, you know, got everything you wanted, got everything you needed because I know it gets hectic out there. See, me, I was smart, I was smart, okay. I waited on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and I made sure I gifted every bought everybody some gifts, cause so that way the rest of the Christmas money would be for me. So you can call it stingy; I call this strategy. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, no! Uh, I hope everybody have a good Christmas. I am currently, because like I said, this is pre-recorded, so I am currently somewhere in the mountains of Sedona, Arizona drinking hot cocoa by a fireplace okay i got this high-tech jacket It's got like heat no i don't know it's pretty dope though. i like it it reminds me of my tokyo jacket but i know you guys didn't just come here to uh, talk holiday bullshit with me <laughs> you came to hear stories so for those who listen to the x-rated experience podcast on a regular basis you know we have kind of like a format going on where it's just it's me it's a story it's me it's a story this time we're not going to do it like that this is the holiday special episode so we're going to do it special so yeah we're just gonna like i said we've picked some of your favorite stories from the season so far some of my favorites from past seasons some new ones sprinkled here and there. I didn't give y'all too many new ones because we need the new ones for actual show purposes. But I did something. I, I I I put that together for you guys, okay? And I don't want you guys to wait any longer. What I want you to do: sit back, relax under the mistletoe with your favorite ho ho ho. That could be universal. You can be a universal old man or woman. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Enjoy these tales.
4: I was 18 and a senior in high school at the time. I went on Grinder, and an older Dilf type messaged me. I went over to his house, and we hooked up. Long story short, after we were finished I went to put on my shoes and saw photos on the wall with a familiar face in them. I asked who it was, and he said it was his daughter, i.e. the girl who sat across from me in math class. I fucked her dad's brains out. Met a girl at the club who was sobbing against the wall alone. I go up to her and ask her what's wrong. She hugs me and takes me to the dance floor where she grinded on me and made out for about 45 minutes. Went to her hotel room. We were mid-bang when I hear a beep-beep and the door opens and I see five people walk in at 2am, her friends, and boyfriend coming back form the club. He snapped and went ballistic while the friends held him back. I immediately got off and told them I had no idea, and ran outside as fast I could with my pants around my ankles. Shit was fucking scary, man.
5: I once had sex with a father and son at the same time. The son was my age, 30, and the father was in his 50s. It wasn't something I had sought out or fantasized about, but when it happened it wound up being incredibly savage. They both double-penetrated me, and that was my first time ever having that done. We took a break, smoked weed, then it was right back at it. I cannot wait till I see them this weekend.
2: Hey, welcome back. <laughs> oh, man. See, I, I, I still, I still don't think I can get that whole father and son thing. Uh, well, yes, like, like I said, I think I can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just different to me um <laughs> like i don't see any of my kids in any type of sexual situation like it's, it's just not that's not norm for me so i don't know what to say to that that was the first half i'm at the first half but that was a little piece a little taste of what is to come on this mega episode so earlier me and uh, Sam were debating as we do It seems like The system Meaning the government all that, whatever whoever, Like the system <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm talking about The matrix, the system However you want to refer to these people that control uh, the, uh, the what's, wiles, hows And owls of the world It seems like every time Like there's a big hot Like Easter Uh Christmas Like With these two big holidays It's like Okay We have the religious Now let's bring in The consumer You Got this damn Easter bunny Going around Leaving uh, Fucking candy Everywhere For our kids To find them Which I think Is weird (laughs) And then you have Santa Who uh, Pretty much Just stalks our kids All year And He Santa's a creep. He's a fucking creep. Someone needs to bring him down. Sam thinks I'm going crazy. I think. Watch him. We need to ask more questions about Santa Claus. Because if we don't ask a lot of questions about Santa Claus, he's going to continue these perverted ways and scarring our kids for life. But anyway, (laughs) I say all that to say this. Now. Let's say one of my favorite, uh, my one of my favorites. So, well, it's a collective of stories that are my favorite because it was actually sent in by the husband and the wife. Two sides to every story, people. Two sides to every fucking story. And here is theirs.
4: Enjoy. Before I start Savage, I have to give our backstory. My wife is Latina, and I am a Caucasian male. We both just moved to the New York area. I am 37 years old and she is 36. We have been married for 11 years and have no kids. We are both attractive and in good shape I am 5'9, 170 pounds, and she is 5'4, 120 pounds with long brown hair and light brown eyes. We are college educated, she has a decent job, I own my own business, and we make enough to live a good life. Also, We both travel fairly regularly for work. Let's call me Jake, and my wife's name will be Sue. I have always had cuckold fantasies, and have shared them with my wife. Several years ago, we decided to take the fantasy further, and Sue started a relationship with some guy she met while traveling. He was very aware of the cuckold game. They had sex a few times, but in the end, it did not work out. He was a beta pretending to be alpha and wasn't right for this life. So he was cut from the position. A while later, we moved to New York and began to toy with the cuckold idea again. Sue had discovered that she liked making me her little cuck. So, we decided to check out some of the posts on Craigslist, and respond to a couple to see what happened. We found a couple of interesting o's, but only responded to four posts. One was doing the absolute most, the other one didn't respond, and the next guy's dick was way too small, but the last guy seemed promising. After the first contact, only my wife, Sue, had contact with the potential bull. They began to messages on kick to each other. Then moved to texting one another, and it seemed to mesh well so after a while, they decided to meet and see how things went. This was in late July of 2007. Sue had been traveling for work. She and our prospective bull set up a meeting for the night she returned home. The plan was for him to pick her up from the airport here in New York, and then they would grab a bite to eat and talk. No pressure, no sex, just get to to know him. she said that she couldn't help it. She liked him, and he had a fabulous cock. She said once she saw it, she could not wait to get it inside of her. I told her I was not mad at all, reminded her I loved her deeply, and then we had great sex that night. She took it even though she was a little sore from Marcus's big cock, and thus, this began our current situation in the cuckold thing. We have realized that we both love this lifestyle of ours very much and it has continued with Marcus for years. Since then, my wife said that I should reach out to you, and give you stories about us, so here it is. Everything is 100% true. We have become a real cuckold couple.
6: Now it's my turn. As you know, my obedient husband was told to send you our experiences. I thought perhaps you might like hearing my side of the story as well. Hi, I'm Sue and have discovered how much I really love to cuck my little obedient bitch Jake. You heard about the first meeting with Marcus, it was rather sexy and interesting indeed. I had arranged for him to pick me up from the airport, and wanted to make sure that I would wear something sexy yet elegant for him. The only thing of course was it had to be appropriate for this business meeting I attended earlier that day. For the first meeting it was a snug fitting, blue skirt. Oh just to let you know. My ass is usually considered one of my best features. I also had a black bustier with a sweater over top and of course black and blue high heels with no panties. Something Jake failed to mention was that my potential lover was 14 years younger than I. When we were planning this experience we wanted someone who was closer to where we lived, I assumed it would be an, older guy. Since that's what I usually go for. Well it turns out that the older guys. Always seem to claim they have a good sized cock when the hard truth is they were seriously lacking. I had been disappointed many times. When Marcuse said that he had an 8-inch cock. I thought he was full of shit like the rest. Well I was so fucking happy to be proven wrong. Jake had made the plan that we were supposed to go to a local food place. So if it went left I didn't have far to get home. I was just supposed to meet him, get to know him, and go home and debrief my husband. Well by the time we left the parking lot of the airport I had his big dick meat in my mouth, and I was slobbering all over that dick. I ended up squirting all over the seat of the car. I was a very happy girl. I'm getting so fucking wet writing this for you now. Anyway, we ended up fucking multiple times that night. Yup, all was in the car right in front of my place. I just, couldn't help it that dick was so fucking thick and big, and I was horny as fuck. When I finally walked into the house, it was pretty late. I was a mess, and I had always wanted to give Jake a real cream pie. I am proud to say I provided my hubby with that. He lovingly lapped up every bit of Marcus's cum out of my sore pussy. Then he was ready for his turn l. Honestly for a while he only got sloppy seconds, and he loved tasting that cum from Marcus.
4: Since then, my wife has continued to cuck me with Marcus, and he has become her regular side dude. After their first meeting, Sue only wanted more. They saw each other on three different days during that first week, having sex together about nine times. Sue has continued getting fucked by her young lover Marcus for a little over three months at the time, and goes about seeing him about once a week, sometimes more. Sue seems to really like taunting me with the fact that she acts like a total slut for her lover. She loves to tell me about the nasty shit she does for him, and how well he pleases her with his big cock. She dresses up sexy and slutty for him. Then she asks me if I think he will like her outfit. It drives me crazy just knowing that she is leaving to go and get fucked by him again. Sometimes they will meet at a motel and stay for hours, fucking multiple times before she comes home to have me lick her sore pussy. They have even spent the night together in a five-star hotel L, and fucked all night and again, all night and again in the morning. Other times they just meet for a quick fuck somewhere. Sue is a grown woman, but she behaves like a young slut for Marcus. They have had sex in the back of his car in the back of our car, in the laundry room of his apartment, in her office, and even in a nearby park. Sue will get naked for Marcus anywhere, as long as she gets his big dick inside her. Once while they were having sex in a parking lot at night with Sue completely naked leaning over his car while Marcus fucked her from behind. A guy jogging came by and saw them. They jumped in the car and took off, but not before the guy got a great view of my naked wife getting fucked like a teenage slut completely out in the open. We live in a pretty nice area. So I told my slut of a wife that we have to be careful. We don't want everyone to know about our little games. Especially these closed-minded fucks. About a month after meeting Marcus, my wife had to travel for an extended period of time. I told my slut of a wife that we have to be careful. We don't want everyone to know about our little games. Especially these closed-minded fucks. About a month after meeting Marcus, my wife had to travel for an extended period of time. I think about 8 months, and of course I was quite horny. I was eagerly waiting for her to come back home. When she did finally come home, her flight came in on Wednesday night, and instead of coming home to me, she went straight to meet with Marcus. She said it had been too long since she had that marvelous cock inside her. Then she had the fucking nerve to say that Marcus was horny, and it wasn't fair to make him wait any longer. That I would just have to wait until they were done. It was shit waiting for her to come home, knowing that she chose to go to that fucker first, and that she was getting fucked royally while I dutifully waited at home. When she finally did come home, it was quite late and she was tired. I asked for details of their meeting, but she would only, would only tell me that fuck three times, and her pussy was full of his cum. I wanted to have sex with her too, but she said she was too sore from fucking Marcus to have sex with me. Instead, she said I could lick her pussy, and make it feel better. As I was licking her like a good cuck, she was teasing me about eating Marcus's cum from her pussy, and not letting me fuck her. She said that her pussy belonged to Marcus now and I did not deserve to fuck her. I was only allowed to clean her pussy after she had sex with Marcus. Crazy man, crazy.
2: I don't. <laughs> I, I I just don't get it. Like, don't. Like I like I always say, follow the rules. I said it. Then. I said it when it aired. I'm gonna say it again. Follow the rules that you and your partner have set for each other during this. Uh, experimental time between you guys because you're asking for more trouble than it's worth. Trust and believe me. Alright? Okay, and while we're on the topic of cucks, let's go ahead and uh, give them another one, Sam. Let's just get that cuck in there for ya. (laughs)
0: I have to tell you about the craziest experience I've ever had. It all started with my uncle, I was 18 going on 19 at the time, and I was living with him and his wife. Now my parents died some years before that, so that's why I had to live with them, so I already knew I was bisexual at a young age, but coming up in my area. The guys were either too scared to act on their desires, or just straight idiotic homophobic clowns. Let's just say I spent a lot of time jerking off at home, One Friday night I'm jerking off at home in my room, which was down in their basement, the washer and dryer were down there, so sometimes my uncle or aunt come down for the clothes, well on this night my uncle walked in on me ass naked, and stroking my cock to mmf porn, he looks at me and asks, so this is what you like? I just nodded my head all embarrassed, he chuckled and said it's okay we all jerk off, next thing I know he's sucking my cock, it was fucking awesome, I came so hard in his mouth, and I knew my aunt heard. I then heard rustling upstairs. Then my aunt finally came down, and saw my uncle on his knees, and me with no clothes on. She had a look of lust in her eyes. She then looked me up and down. She then asked, can she join in on the fun too? For some reason after coming in my uncle's mouth, I was only about half erect, and told her I had just came in my uncle's mouth. She had on a very thin nightgown. Then she stripped out of that, Next moved towards me slowly. I reached up to play with her tits, and her nipples got very hard, and they stood straight out. She told me how she had always wanted to feel my hard dick inside her, and wanted to feel me squirting my warm load in her. Next she said how knowing it was finally going to happen was making her very wet. She placed my hand on her pussy, and it was very wet. I put a finger inside it and was shocked. All I was thinking was for a large woman it was tight, She pushed my uncle out of the way, and proceeded to play with me. We started French kissing, and it was making me so hard it almost hurt. My aunt told me she had never seen a dick that hard. Next she said to her uncle doesn't have a big mushroom head like mine, and asked me if I would stand up and let her watch me jack off. That turned her on so I did. While I was stroking my dick for my aunt, my uncle was rubbing and fingering my asshole. His meaty fingers had me ready to squirt a large load. I told my aunt I was going to cum very quickly. She moaned out that she wanted to see how far it squirted, and wanted to taste me. I squirted very far about two feet, and she was up close in front of me the first few squirts hit her in the face. She opened her mouth, and the next few landed in her mouth. She swished it around and swallowed. Then told me how good I tasted. But now it was her turn I was now very hard and oozing cum. She got down on all fours and reached back to spread the jizz all over herself. She opened her legs, and I could see her swollen clit. I proceeded to penetrate her, and she started to moan loudly. She kept telling me to push harder and go faster. A few minutes later she started quivering, and fell forward screaming that she loved me. Her pussy muscles were squeezing my dick. I started squirting very hard, and more times than ever. It was a very large amount. I looked down at my cock in her pussy, and at that time she started squirting so much it soaked me. After we were done she rubbed her pussy until she climaxed again. My aunt squirted some more on my dick. Next she sucked me off till I came in her mouth, and was enough that it was running out of the sides of her mouth, and I had never ejaculated that much before. My uncle loved it, and asked her if she would like to watch me fuck him in the ass. She asked him if he thought he could take it, and he said yes. So we did, and she climaxed when he started squirming and squirting a load as he got off. So I sinned when I did this along with them, and my uncle was in a car accident three weeks later and was killed. My aunt and I had sex together a lot after that. I found out later my uncle had been with a lot other men, and my aunt had a shemale girlfriend that had a very big dick. She was over one night, and showed it to me as she masturbated in front of me. Also between her and my aunt are both. They had gotten me very messed up on meth that night. Then talked me into letting her have sex with me. When I was erect they measured my cock. I was seven plus inches long, and a bit more than six and a half inches girth, and she was eight inches long. She was right at seven inches girth, and it was painful at first. Until she made me have my first anal orgasm. I swear that it was so big I almost passed out. After she washed up, I played with her huge hunk of meat. Just feeling it throbbing hard in my hand felt so good. My aunt talked me into sucking my first dick, and it was so big that it was hard to get it in my mouth. My aunt was pretty messed up herself. She was licking and tonguing my ass while I sucked that dick. I took a very large amount of her cum in my mouth. All this made me love being bisexual. My aunt and I are still living together and having great sexual experiences.
2: See, this is his song. This song gives you the warnings, okay? About Santa Claus. You need to listen. Listen. <laughs> oh man, I love I love it. Man. I love it. Uh, man. let me see. Uh, someone recently asked me, uh, what's my favorite tradition? Uh, when it comes to the holidays, I have none, I just like the holidays. I have no favorites. I think one of my most special ones is okay, uh, it's an old wives' tale, uh, and, and it's a lot of uh, households that uh, does this during the first of the year of the new year, a man has to walk through the threshold to pretty much give that home good luck. It, it may be sexist, but <laughs> like my grandmother told me this, and so I remember when it was my time to walk through the door first. like we took I mean, when I said we took it we take it serious. And it wasn't a year that went past where we didn't do it. And if we didn't do it, it was like a big panic in my household. It's crazy, man. Crazy. (sighs) What are you going to do, though? What are you going to do? I don't know. But I know what we're going to do. We're going to go on a break. And it's a different type of break. You know, it's usually the break, and then there's a whole bunch of uh, tips of the day. Blase, blase, blah. You're still going to get a tip of day but you're gonna get multiple tips exclusive tips that probably wasn't heard on the show but was heard doing like my TED talks with the listeners on wisdom and everything so sit back relax and enjoy these awesome tips these awesome interactions and uh yeah man people sometimes just I don't know I know it's a interview in there that just went off the rails hey man shout out to all the libertarians out there you guys yeah (laughs) All right, we'll be back with more of this holiday special edition episode of the X-Rated Experience Podcast.
1: Because you're not alone. None of us. In the way that we're thinking, none of us are alone. We like to think that. We like to think that we are. Now it's becoming more harder. I've never seen this before. Now, like I said, back before social media, when we didn't know what everyone was doing every waking moment, every waking day. You can go out here and think you're the only one of your kind. You can think you are the only one in your tribe. No. The only thing... Even me, with every wild,
2: with everything mentally. Now, I will give it to myself. I'm an
1: enigma wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> so I, I am literally in a Rubik's Cube. But guess what? There are other Rubik's Cubes out there. It's people I don't get. And there's people that don't get me. And I love that. Those people that I don't fully get, they become lifelong friends.
2: Why? Because they do not bore me. They, I never know what they're going to come up with. They never know what I'm going to come up with. That bond has grown over time. And it's just one of those things where it's like, when you start preaching the same stuff,
1: saying the same stuff. Word from word verbatim. You you you're you're just another spoke on the wheel. And don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with being a spoke on the wheel. At all. But uh guess what? You're gonna get lost in the back there, buddy. Oh, who is this? Andrew. All right, we got a guest joining in. Let's see what this guest has to say. Andrew, welcome. Yeah, what's up, my brother? What's up, my brother? What is going on? What is going on? How are you this morning? Hey, hey. So, two things. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has a different perspective. Oh. Um.
7: With exactly. what you just said. With what you just said. Um no, I'm not going to dictate or to tell somebody
3: how to live their
7: life or to be. And that's why I'm a libertarian. I don't believe in either Republican or Democratic.
1: I think they're both pathetic. It is a mindset that we
7: tend to point you need to believe this way you need to be like this you 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 you
1: rather than hey you know what let me grow let me breathe
7: let me see let me actually live life and then i'll come
1: to that point and sometimes, I, I think tends to. Andrew, let me ask be, you a question. No. Let, let me go ask ahead. you. A yeah. What? What? Now,
2: I got the uh, the key points of why you became a libertarian. Like again, you don't agree with the system. I know I don't agree with the system. I've always I found. Yeah, I've always found the the sub-parties that pop up, uh, other than the usual, I found them all quite intriguing. Quite intriguing, because some people might say, uh, oh, they have radical views, or uh, this, that, and the third. No, they're
7: pathetic views, the vote party.
2: I say...
1: Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, I say this. What has any party...
1: And I'm being there, I'm going, I'm, what has any party, any politician done besides... Well, that's why I believe
7: there should be a libertarian. Mm. Well, why, why if, if you know what a libertarian is, then you exactly know what I'm going through. Yeah. A libertarian Yeah, no, as a libertarian,
1: mm-hmm.
7: do not tell, like, our party believes. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you what to do, tell you what to believe, tell you anything. Right. Our—that's not the government's job. First off,
1: it was never
7: meant to be that way. We go back mm-hmm. to the Constitution and everything back in—you know—back in time.
1: Right.
7: Um, it is solely here to protect and to make sure that you're okay. You're okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. not here to tell you how to think, what to think, what to believe, what to do, and anything like that. So if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. be a Christian. If you're a Muslim, mm-hmm. be a Muslim. If you're a, 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 anything, I'm not here to tell you how to think. That's a dictatorship. That's mm-hmm. a manipulative mindset. Yeah, I, do. I agree. And Absolutely. So, when it comes to a a president, like, honestly, in the past, I don't know, even since, uh, let's say, Clinton. Mm -hmm. Ever since Clinton, it's been almost like this whole game. It's a game.
1: Yeah. It's like playing
7: chess. It's like playing chess. And I'm not here to play chess. I'm here to do one thing that's it one thing one thing to protect you and make sure that you are okay plain and simple yeah yeah i i I, exactly
2: i definitely agree with that i definitely agree but as we have seen over time that things are not (laughs) that way
7: because well
1: well, no, because to... it's a
7: game. Like, yeah. it's a game. It's a, it's a poker game. Yeah, you know, even Republicans and Democrats are all in the same game. Let's be honest. You've seen the pictures. You've seen everything. If you actually like, really look into it, they're playing the same game. It's it's for each other's benefit. Hmm. As some, yep. Democrats yeah. might think a different way. And Republicans might sing it a different way, but they're singing the same tone. Yep, and
2: at the end of the day, they both have the same goal, which is to fatten pockets and create fear. So that's that's it's it's it's, uh, it's like I said I I don't indulge into uh into political affairs for the simple fact it 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 doesn't i'm a citizen i'm a citizen
7: so me yeah, being a citizen that's all that should be like as as a president as a libertarian i wouldn't have any 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 point in like you do what you do i'm not here to mm-hmm. dictate i'm not here to tell you how to live or where to go or where your children should be it's just simply serve and protect simple very simple, yeah. But they've made it into this game of poker.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Now, when you say serve and
2: protect, now no, you mean serve and protect your family? Do you mean serve and protect your land? What,
7: what, what, uh, what do you... In my opinion, like, let's be honest, most presidents just want to do their own thing, my agenda, what I want, mm-hmm. here I want. No, 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 no. That needs to be pushed to the side, push the ego, push the pride, push everything. To the side and say, You know what? I'm just here to serve and protect mm-hmm. so if if like like nine eleven mm-hmm. boom, that's one, absolutely, um, yeah, I'm gonna retaliate. I'm gonna make sure you know, don't fuck with us, don't fuck with my family, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Don't fuck with us. But after that is done, then you're done. You know, like the the, the 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 and I agree with what's happened recently. The the war with Russia and Ukraine. Yes, it's not our job to be the the protector of the entire world. Right. Right. It's not our job. Right. They're they're they're, they're going through what they're going through. But I will be there for them. I'll be like, hey, like like a big brother to a little brother. You know, like, I, I, I got my.
8: Well, hello, I'm Savage Sophia, a representative of Mr. Savage, and we've been expecting you. If you have hit play on this bonus episode, then you know why you're here. For those of you who doesn't have the slightest clue well then in the words of mr savage you are in for one hell of an experience to give you a little more insight here is a quick snippet of the first episode mr savage has already recorded
2: my actually savage ladies and gentlemen welcome savages arizona files now this is Yes, a bonus series going to give you the layout of it. okay? You, know, you can speculate all you want. But you never never. No. You fucking know. Give a serial killer a hatchet, tell him to play nice with others, and then send him off to recess. The core hurt. They're obviously going through. There's fucking serial killers. Now, if they're just a boy without souls, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Sorry. Don't know what the fuck to tell you.
8: gonna die. Lies, love, heartbreak, sex, violence betrayal and certain situations that took place will all be revealed and 95% version of the truth will be told no fabrications no lies and most importantly no bullshit my dears please remember this before you listen to the show stronger than lovers love is lovers hate incurable in each the wounds they make
1: i think we yep there we go Down, get cooking with bacon.
2: Sorry about that. Had some technical difficulties there. Not anymore. It is I, your savage God here, Pierre. Uh oh my hey. Um, you know, in the middle of my spiritual journey. Thought I check in uh with all you savage ladies and gentlemen out there. Uh just here to remind you. All to please, 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 please. Don't let one bad day ruin the rest of your life. What do you mean by that? Well, here, yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I mean. Some people let that one bad day. I don't care if you didn't get the promotion, he left you, she left you, they left you, nobody's your friend, you're being talked about. Hey. Whatever the case is, whatever it may be, that one day does not, does not speak for all the other days you have left in your life, all the days the universe blessed you with uh, for you living here, like on this plane, on this realm, in this world. So, don't let one bad day ruin the rest of your life. All okay. I hope you guys have a great Labor Day weekend. Um, I had a pretty good one, pretty pretty chill, pretty chill. It's kind of hard to, I don't know what, you know. I'm I'm I feel like I'm surpassed the partying phase on Labor Day. I will still go to a nice little cookout, but I would, just was in. I was out camping, secluded from the rest of the world, because I feel like. Sometimes, hey, that is needed to take a break from the rest of the world. What, and it, it brings me to my point with letting that one back. Like if you, we all had bad days. Everyone, no one is immune to the trials and tribulations of life. People say, hey, it's it's you know they're being tested or not today Satan or whatever crap you guys can think of, but. Uh, it's it's one of those things where that again, like I said, that one day you didn't get the promotion. So what? Now you have to show them why they should have gave you the promotion, or it's time for you to go ahead and rethink your strategy. It, 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 that's the beauty of life. That's the be I can go ahead and be cliche here and say, hey, when opportunity doesn't present itself, then guess what? You got to build a door. <laughs> I'm sorry, what doing what, what that? Yeah, opportunity does not knock. build a door. Because uh, coming from where I come from, I know that there is no handouts given ever, ever in life. And the thing is this, you have to... Welcome back, my savage ladies and gentlemen. Now, did you see what I said, what I said? Some people can be a little unkempt But uh, no If you ever get a chance Do download the Wisdom app You can catch your boy I do random talks I gotta keep my exclusivity Okay Uh, But when I do speak It is always something to learn Uh, I like it Sometimes I just go there To interact and vent Yeah It's pretty dope Pretty pretty dope my savage ladies and gentlemen. You know what I don't get though? I don't get how guys show up like like I'm not talking about a chick that you're just in a situation with or a person you're just fucking. I am talking about just your your main boo boo. Your main thing. <laughs> I don't get how if honestly I'm gonna be honest. All the pictures and videos that I get from That I've gotten over the decades upon decades of me living that lifestyle. All the videos and pictures I have gotten, I have never, and I mean I have never. (laughs) I have never shared, like, let my like not even my friends can see. I don't give a damn if we're in a situation where just fuck. I don't care. These are my. I'm selfish. These are my pictures. This is my video. Why would I show you? Anything, any nothing, not one person in their life can say, "Oh, I seen a, a picture from from Savage." I seen a picture. Nope, because that ain't true. Mine's is on lock in a lock folder, and on the top of that lock folder is not like, like I keep everything good and buried and archived. Why? Because I don't know. I have no fucking clue why. Honestly, um, trust me. It is some shit. And, and I will never really, even before all of these like revenge porn laws and all that, I still wouldn't have never, because it's mine. I want to cherish it. Like, even if we had a bad falling out, I wouldn't do that. That's that's some petty shit. My dick winded up on Pornhub. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that. But uh, here's what happens when showing your friends pictures. Of your girl can go wrong some of those may have heard this story for those who didn't enjoy
9: i've shared my girlfriend's naked pictures with a few friends of mine when i told her what i did she was turned on she asked what they thought about her they all said she was very pretty and would love to taste her she was down with them trying her She put my hand on her pussy to show me how wet she was. The next day I invited them over. She came into the living room with nothing on but her heels. She immediately started rubbing on our dicks. One of my friends pulled out his dick and slapped it on her ass. He bent her over and shoved it in her ass. We all pulled our cocks out and started playing with them. My friend came real quick. He busted all over her chest. They started eating her shaved little pussy. She was loving the attention. We all took turns on her at least two rounds each. We all came inside her just like she wanted. Everyone loved how she enjoyed it so much. They gave her a hug and kiss goodbye. One of them got her number and asked her out. Days later we broke up and she stayed with my buddy. Last I heard she ended up pregnant.
4: I slept with my best friend's dad when I was 22. My friend, who had recently come out, invited me to play pool with her and her dad at their house. Her dad and I flirted like crazy that night, but I ended up just going home. About an hour later, she invited me over for a drink, but for some reason, she never came out of her room, so I just drank with her dad. I thought it was a setup. The dad put on his moves, and we slept together. The next morning, my friend was pissed. Turned out she always had a thing for me. We haven't talked since.
9: My girlfriend sometimes smokes and drinks when she is with her friends. I beg her to stop but she just can't. She's so hard-headed. If only I could tell her how unattractive it makes her when she is like that. I've seen vids of her throwing up from being so drunk. Made me wanna leave her right then. And today I saw pictures on her phone from last night where she was high with her friends again. It just makes her look so ugly to me. She is super insecure as it is, but if only I could tell her how gross obnoxious and ugly it makes her when she is high. I wish she'd stopped doing it. She lies and sneaks to do it and denies being addicted, but I know she is or she would've quit. If you're my friend and you do it that's whatever, but the girl I want to marry and live with. Nah shit's gross.
2: You're gross fucking dickhead, like, don't yuck her yum, maybe you guys aren't meant for each other, maybe you guys aren't meant to be married, because obviously you're on two level playing fields now, when I was just indulging in the most indulging of this shit ever, Molly, whatever the, uh, weed, drinks, everything else if a chick had an issue with it I would all, you know, let them know what it is up front you don't like it, you can fuck off if you're gonna to try to get try to get me to change, fuck off. Because I'm not changed. No, like, like so you can't jingle me. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, no, like you either accept me for who I am or don't accept me at all. If you're gonna love me, love me, flaws and all, just like the way I will love you, flaws and all. Because let's be honest, there isn't one person on this earth without A flaw, scratch, scar, vice, gimmick, whatever the case may be. Your problem, sir, is you need to get surgery. What surgery, you ask, Savage God? The surgery to remove the stick from up your ass. If you don't like it, gotcha. If you don't want that for your relationship going forward and she's not... Willing to let it go. Take a break. Because if she chooses this stuff over you. Then obviously that means you're wasting your time. And go out there and find you another stick in the mud. <laughs> and then you guys can do stuff like schedule when you have sex. You know sometimes it's on Saturday nights. Sometimes it's every other month. Uh, and do whatever it is that you do. And let her live her life. If she's going to crash and burn. That's her journey. Not yours. You can want what's better for someone else. All you want. But the truth of the matter is. They are not going to change. Unless they want to change. So uh, yeah. You can uh, sit on a popsicle stick. And uh, twirl. (laughs) Oh. And congratulations. Because you. My friend, are getting the last year, the final person of the year to get a fucking ticket. All right. And with that being said, Sean, I am damn it. I keep saying, I don't I don't even know who the fuck is Sean. Anyway, with that being said, Sam, you know what to do. <laughs>
5: But he was my friend with benefits before he was her boyfriend, and it was her idea. Quick disclaimer. All names are fake. Johnny is a friend of mine who works at the same company as me, but in a different department. We have been having a friends with benefits relationship for about a year and a half at the time. About a year and a half ago, my friend Tiffany went through a breakup, and I invited her over to my apartment. Due to the fact she needed a place to stay. Also no one should be alone at a time like that. So a few days later, we were sitting on my couch eating double fudge ice cream and bitching about her jerky ex-boyfriend. When I got a text from Dave asking if he could come over. My first instinct was to tell him that now wasn't a good time, but then I thought it might actually do Tiffany good. So I asked her if she was up for some rebound sex. Tiffany knew Dave, liked him, and used to tease me all the time about the fact that I was banging him. So she agreed. I texted Dave that I was here with Tiffany, so if he brought us pizza he might be lucky and get both of us winking face. Dave wasted no time, within a half an hour he was at the door with two large pies, and the biggest silliest grin I've ever seen. We spent the afternoon together, and then the night, and the next morning, and I realized Dave and Tiffany were really hitting it off. I started thinking that they might actually make a great couple. So I started making it a point to get out of the way. I started arranging opportunities for them to hang out behind the scenes without either of them realizing I was trying to push them together, and sure enough after a few weeks they went exclusive, to my great delight. The only tinge of disappointment I had was that I would lose my benefits with Dave, but I was so happy for them to be together that it was completely worth it. Imagine my surprise when Tiffany asked me for lunch one day and told me that Dave and her came to the decision that even though they were exclusive, they still wanted to share benefits with me occasionally. As far as I can tell, they're not in an open relationship. It's just a testament to the special friendship I had with both of them that they both felt comfortable enough to let me share in this part of their lives. As time went on, I slowly started coming over less and less often, then the pandemic hit and the visits stopped altogether, but they're still happy together and I'm happy I had a part in that.
8: I was casually seeing my ex again to determine whether or not we would officially get back together. Anywho, given this lax approach we decided to make our first official reappearance together at a house party hosted by a mutual friend we'd recently met. She was a bit kooky, but whatever. She was dating her father's friend who had a great sound system and a fully stocked liquor cabinet, which is all any broke college student could really ask for. As the night progressed, it became apparent that we shouldn't drive, and our friend said she and her boyfriend would take the couch, and we could take her bed. Fast forward about three to four hours, I wake up from the bed shaking look to my left and see said friend in full lingerie riding him, my boyfriend, right next to me. I pushed them both on the floor, and thankfully realized that my other friend that came was passed out in the bathroom and could drive me home.
10: My girl, and I decided to go to a sex club around last year's holiday season. We were thinking about it for a while before going to one. We started off small with inviting someone into the bedroom with us, and worked our way up. I honestly should have taken that as a red flag. This is due to the fact that when we had a threesome with another guy. I just ended up watching while they fucked. So we go to the sex club already a little tipsy because we pregamed a little hard that night. Hennessy and Molly mixed in with a little bit of weed. Now when we get there we take in the atmosphere. It was like grown and sexy, but with sex in the dance floor and some guy getting a blowjob in VIP out in the open. I was little hard already and intimidated to the fullest. My girl on the other hand was ready to dive head first into the madness. She was fingering herself in the car on the way to the club. She's such a fucking freak, and I love it so much. Anyway so time goes past. And I was super turned on when my girl went down on another girl on the dance floor. I was stroking my dick right then and there. Then out of nowhere some guy just started talking me and asking me questions. I thought it was kinda weird, like dude my dick is my in my hand, and I'm watching the show. What the fuck do you want? So in the midst of the generic get to know you questions. My girl comes over wiping her mouth off. She asked me who's my friend. I introduced them to each other. We all started chatting and interacting. Then the vibe took us to a private room where the guys whispered something in my girl's ear she smiles hard with a look of curiosity on her face. Then she said oh my god that would make me so fucking wet if happen. He replies watch this. So he takes me over to this little like chair in the room. I guess he has been there before because the chairs had cuffs attached to them. So he cuffs me to the chair and in this deep devil like voice said I'm a show. How to fuck your queen good. Thank mister later thank me later kid. I look at her and she is rubbing her pussy and nipples loving it. So he fucked her hard, soft, fast, and slow at least three times. They teased and taunted me the whole time they fucked. Once they finally uncuffed me when our time was up in the room. They didn't want to stop the fun. So we took him back to our place. They had a fun-filled night, and I got to jerk my cock and clean. Yeah.
1: Uh, it sounds
2: like you just uh, Got cuffed twice Hey man look If you walk like a duck Talk like a duck It's a damn duck <laughs> But I think you like it Because from the way it's sounding Y'all still together man That's what's up That's what's up You've accepted your role And didn't even know it And I think That is a good way To end this holiday special uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the stories I hope you guys enjoyed your time I hope you guys enjoyed the experience Okay. I want you guys out there to love one another. Enjoy the holidays with your loved ones and friends. Stay hate the <laughs> stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay savage. I love you guys. Merry Christmas.